All right, folks, hope you had a Merry Christmas. We are ringing in the new year with our last show. We got a very, very exciting show. It's the Noobdies. Noobdies. So First edition. Get the family together. Get the popcorn ready. We're going to hand out the best awards of 2017 right after your favorite song. Podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. I want a showboat. But I gotta go, bro. Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillium beers. Yeah, I'm talking a boatload. Never in a million years would I ever drink a Michelob. Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces. Hmm, what an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noob said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault, wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast if you like to wait two hours for one growler you come to the right place and if you need someone to mule your beers moe's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach now that's commitment and that's the difference between ben moe and you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noob correct noob this is noob this is noob this is noob hey yo this is noob episode 27 mo can you believe it We've come a long way. I know. How was your Christmas? It was good. Pretty low key, smooth, smooth sailing. Nobody fought anybody. Perfect. Played some games, Does... gave away some gifts. There you go. We do half of our Christmas on New Year's Day, so we still have the other half to come. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was good. How was yours? It was good. Also low key, a lot of good beer. Yeah. A lot of good beer, a lot of good people to see. And uh, it was one of my most relaxed Christmases in quite some time. So I am thankful for that. But yeah, it was a good Christmas. So, uh, yeah, it went it went well, and again, everything was great. Everything's healthy, and we're looking forward to the new year, Mo. Twenty eighteen. It's gonna start with a bang. It's gonna start with the Bob show, which is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, should be great. Very exciting year. Let's let's do it. So we have a great show for you today. This is our twenty seventeen award show, the Noobdies. But we will first, as always, start you off with local releases and what are you drinking. Then we'll get right into the Noobdies, our nominees, and our winners for all of our categories. And then we will end, as always, with maybe the most important shelf of the week we've ever had. It's shelf of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, to end your 2017, get your New Year's Eve kicking right. So, Mo, we'll start it off, get the people what they want. What are you drinking? Well, right now I'm drinking a Too Juicy. From Two Roads. Okay. It's my go-to shelfer, as you know, as the listeners probably know. Um, I mean, we've talked about this before. We've talked about being on, you know, bare bones. Yeah. Just literally drinking water, essentially. <coughs> and that's, that's what I'm doing right now. I don't have a whole <laughs> lot left. Drinking a lot of water these days. I did get a free keg. Um, Bonus. Yeah, of, of Mayflower from, uh, from the inn. So shout out to Andrea at the inn. Uh, for hooking me hooking me up with a Berliner Weiss from Mayflower. I guess she couldn't she didn't really have uh, much of a market for it. Well. So she asked if I wanted it's a three percent like I mean it's yeah. not great, but I didn't have anything in the keg. So I'll take it. I have two cans of Ethereus. 
And then, plus whatever Jess wants to drink out of the sour drawer. Oh, man. All the stuff that I've been... I mean, that's what it's down to right now. I'm drinking beers that <laughs> aren't even mine. It's ugly. Uh, yeah, well, I uh, am working on some of my New York stash. I got to go to New York uh, this past week, as you might have heard. By the way, before we dive into that, I do want to say that you and Todd did a great job last week. I really... Yeah, thanks. I told you this off the air, but I really enjoyed listening to a podcast where I didn't know what was coming next. Including the cat in the wall situation. Yeah. You know, um, but, maybe uh, a misstep on my part there. <laughs> I mean, next time, I will remember next time to give you the edits. Yeah. Like via Interface. phone call or text or yeah. email rather than just talking to you in the podcast. I didn't really think that one through. But yeah. me and Todd were like four beers already at that point. Yeah. So, <clears> like, it, you know, it started taking its toll. But Todd, Todd did Todd great. killed it. And we, I thank you very much, Todd, for doing that for us. And we'd love to have you on in the future as well. He said he would do it anytime. He's very prepared, very knowledgeable about beer. Mm. And he knows a ton about beer, not just locally, but, but out of state too. Which brings me to my New York beer. Yeah. Um, Shared the spoils a little bit of, uh, yeah. of that already. Yeah, I got to go to the beer shop in New York City, which is in the West Village, uh, Amsterdam Ave or so. Um, very cool spot. Not the West Village, the West End. Okay. I made that same mistake when I was in New York. Ooh. And like, is that like my friend was like, is that a faux pas? Like, what are you? Is stupid? there a West Village? There is a West Village. Completely yeah. different area. Though. Nowhere near. Ooh. Um. So it's on Don't the tell West the Uber End. to go there. It's in the West End. Great stuff. I saw Steve Ogg from The Walking Dead. Yes, you he was mentioned chill- that. Chilling there, playing. Still uh, think you should have put a put your hat in the <clears> the ring there for. Yeah. A, for, for a zombie, zombie roll. A zombie gig. That would have went right up Tom's ass. I just let him enjoy his beer yeah. uh, and sit there, and I, I got to try some great beers. Equilibrium, some uh, Hill Farmstead that they have on tap. That's awesome. Uh, I went out to Other Half on Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool spot. Visited the Haymaker at some request of some of our beer groups that we are in. Uh, and it was great. It was a great time. Got to go to Blind Tiger again, too, which was really great. It was, it was just a good trip. Good to unwind get out of town for a little while will you go again next year of course it's yeah a, it's a yearly tradition no it's, matter what it's my yearly tradition all right yeah. so i'll be back <clears throat> next year uh fair enough i would like to go too when it's warm out would be nice to like walk around when it's not like and to degrees. stay for a longer amount of time <clears throat> yeah there's more things to do in new york i mean i know you're starting to get like the lay of the land you know some of the hot spots to go to, but yeah. I mean, if you had three or four days instead of yeah. day and a half or a day or whatever, it is I mean, pricey to stay in the city, though. Oh yeah, but, oh yeah. Uh, so that's it for our "What Are You Drinking" segment. We'll get into our local releases here. <clears throat> Wanted to update you on uh, the New Year's hours, but there's really not going to be a lot of change. New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. Yeah, lots of breweries close Sundays, also Mondays, which is New Year's Day. Uh, but a lot of breweries are coming out with some great stuff for the end of the new year. Treehouse, uh, to start, uh, how do you pronounce that first beer? Do you know? Catharsis. Catharsis is an American porter they're coming out with this week. They also have Hayes and Doppelganger. They dropped it down to about 24 cans a person. It's four of Catharsis, yep. four of Doppelganger, 16 Hayes. Yep. Um, so if you head out there, you're going to be fighting the line, but at least you'll get some cans and a new beer that, that not everybody's had. I almost pulled the trigger and went to Treehouse today. I just couldn't do it. It was close. Yeah. Couldn't do it. Um, I don't know if it would have been worth the wait, to be ah, honest. I wanted to try the catharsis just because it was <clears> something <throat> different, but... Yeah. Eh, uh, Proclamation, again, no no change in their hours, but they are coming out with Bros, Derivative Galaxy, Tendril, and Palette Fortress this week. Pretty good lineup. Yeah. Bissell, to end the year, will do Reciprocal, uh, Ingram, Lux, and Substance. 
They're closed on Sundays as well, so don't bother going out there. Uh, just to get out of New England, some other big beers, how big breweries around the country, how they're closing their year. Uh, the Vale came out with a beer called I'm Done With You. I thought this was really, really cool. Zero IBUs, 11% triple IPA with citra and mosaic because it's 100% dry hopped. How crazy is that? Interesting. So it tastes like straight fruit juice, they said. Extremely thick. Um, and they have a whole line of these. They have a whole line of zero IBU beers down at the Vale, which is in Virginia. Other half in Brooklyn that I mentioned uh, that I went to this past weekend, they ended their year with a dry hop theme. They came out with DDH Broccoli, DDH Cheddar. <laughs> this is a great name for a beer. <laughs> triple Cream, Triple Dry Hopped Imperial Oat Cream IPA. I saw that and I was like, damn. That's even worse than what's the other one? Double Dry Hopped, Double Mosaic. Daydream. Yeah, like, double whatever. Mosaic Daydream. Yeah, and then was... they ended with DDH Daydream as well. Uh, Jay Wakefield out of Miami came out with All I Do is Winwood, which is a 10% New England double IPA, which uses Gewürztraminer grapes. Is that how you say it? Gewürztraminer. Gewürztraminer, okay. But you were, you were knocking right on that door there. So. <laughs> uh, and they also came out with a beer, Aloha Miami, which is a sour brown ale inspired by plantation tea found in Hawaii, which sounds kind of cool. Damn. Uh, Jester King, which is, uh, <clears throat> I'm coming, I'm heading out to Austin in February, so start sending your... Uh, Ideas on where I should visit while I'm out there. They came out with a beer to end the year 2017 SPON. I'm not sure if it's called Spawn or Spoon or I'm not it's sure. just I SPON. These, I see these posted a lot, like in trade groups and <clears throat> yeah. stuff. But And this is a Muscat, which is 100% spontaneous beer fermented with Muscat grapes grown in Texas. It's a blend of all four of their 2016 Cool Ships, which I thought was kind of cool. I would guess it's Spawn, then. Yeah. Spontaneous. Ah, never thought of Neither that. Neither did I until you just said Yeah. Uh, Russian River, too, on the West Coast. Uh, the legend to end it out. They do three-liter bottles, Mo. Three-liter glass bottles of mm -hmm. a lot of their stuff. They did a beer to end the year called Beautification. Again, spontaneously fermented barrel-aged sour beer, which was bottled in February 15th. So that got me to an instant... Uh, vocabulary word if you wouldn't mind no go for it spontaneous I also have one. fermentation yeah is what i looked up i i kept seeing this on a lot of the other beers that i looked at and it didn't make sense and what i saw was the type of fermentation that takes place when ales are fermented with wild yeast from an open window for instance or already residing in the barrel rather than cultivated beers such as brewer's yeast so just going oh natural yeah just just a random yeast that it's been cultivated with mm -hmm. kind of a cool concept so it just sounds basically like a wild ale it's, it's what i get from <clears throat> now i saw what you were doing fancy way of saying wild ale i saw what you were doing there with your little uh slip in a vocabulary yeah i didn't want you to uh catch me off guard okay i noticed the russian river three liter bottles funny you mentioned that did you know right. a three liter bottle is actually called a jeroboam oh uh, what now jeroboam J-E-R-O-B-O-A-M. More commonly known in the wine world. Okay. Which is why I know that. Because we sold some Jeroboams when I worked for uh, when I worked for Classic. 
Very, very rarely, because they're always really high-end wines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, three-liter bottle called the Jeroboam. Wow, I'm going to drink one a Jeroboam on New Year's Eve, I think. I would, I would love to do that. Let's <laughs> Not get a, a Russian beer, river. But if you mix everything oh, right, every drink, it's going to be a, a Jeroboam. Cu- a cuvee of, of a Jer- <laughs> Jeroboam? Uh, yeah, so we're... <laughs> So that a cuvee of Jeroboam. There you go. That was that's terrible. A, that's but... a vocabulary word yeah. of the year right there. Um, so that is it for our local releases segment. Uh, it's been a blast for us doing this this year. We're going to continue to do them next year. Yeah. Hopefully at a higher quality. If you have any suggestions, go to our Facebook group, NEWBD on Facebook. Also, New England Weekly Beer Discussion. Check it out. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us if we're doing a good job. Let us know. Uh, we are extremely thankful for all the active people in there. Kevin, Charlie, uh, everyone that contributes so much to what we talk about uh, is really important to us. So thank you. I think I may have also friend requested some uh, friends of the show and accepted friend requests yeah, from friends of the show on Untapped because I had a few requests <clears throat> the other day. I had no idea who they were. So I just accept, 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 and now I see their beers. So there you go. I don't see any shelfers yet, so you guys got to work on that, but... Yeah, my untapped friend list is growing, which is cool. Perfect. So this is the Noobdies. Welcome to the Noobdies, Mo. Insert awesome entry music here. And we will. Uh, (laughs) So so, uh, the Noobdies is an award show that Mo and I came up with. It's our 2017 awards. And we are going to go through some categories. Uh, Mo, I gave them to you in reverse order, so we'll actually go backwards from the order that we have it in. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but those categories are stay glued to your seats it is best facility of the year non-beer related this is an ambiance category yeah just the grounds itself best can art of 2017 a tough one best beer name of 2017 these are all local New England beers Uh, the best supporting beer of 2017 this is a beer that is not a headliner beer um it can be interpreted differently. It can be in addition to a benchmark IPA that a place puts out. It can be from a lower brewery that doesn't get all the headlines. Uh, best collaboration of 2017. The best outside of New England beer of 2017. That would be your foreign film of the year, Mo. Yep. Uh, the best new beer of 2017. And, of course, we will end it, as always, with the best beer of 2017, which is very, very important. Um... Let the noobies begin. Uh, Mo, best facility is a category that we dreamed up. Okay, it, it's non-beer related. We wanted to show some of the breweries that take the time to do the small things and create an ambiance for you to have somewhere to go. Yes, very important. It is. It, it's, a, it's an important part with now the way brewery trips are becoming family-oriented and... You know, you're bringing the wife along, you're bringing the girlfriend along, the boyfriend along. Who Taking a nice be. little Saturday, exactly. going out there, packing up your picnic basket. <laughs> bringing the know. dog over. Exactly. You know, on, but I mean, I hate the dog aspect. <laughs> I, but, oh, I hate the dog aspect, but, but you do. everything else is, yeah, that's straight on. It's a family thing. So, Mo, if you could uh, if you could offer me your nominees, please. We're going to do, the format will be Mo will give us nominees, I will give him mine. And then we will select our winner at at the end with the drum roll, of course. My nominees, in no particular order. First, Proclamation Ale. Okay. Nice. Tilted Barn. Okay. And Treehouse Brewing Company. Wow, that's that's a great order. That is a great great order. Mo, my nominees for the same category are 
Treehouse, uh, Proclamation, and I went with the Trillium Beer Garden, which is a new Ooh, one in the city. One. And I, I really like what Trillium's doing. I wish I had had a chance to get out to their new station, substation. Yeah. Uh, Trillium's really just cool. kind of cool all over the place. So um, we will insert the drum roll here. And Mo, what is your winner? The winner is... Treehouse Brewing Company. Treehouse is a unanimous between both of us. I figured it would be. Yeah. I mean, that, that spot is, is truly amazing. Literally the mecca. It's a beer playground. Yes. And, and it's going to be even better in the summertime. I mean, it's just going to be... That's going to be absurd. It's going to be a cool place to go. So. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't been, they have... What is it called outside there? A, a pagoda? Is that... I think that's what Roby told us yeah. that it was called. Yeah, a pagoda outside or a gondola. No, no, it wasn't a pagoda. It's a pagoda. Um, I think it's pagoda. Beautiful. Two big fireplaces. They have live music going on weekends. Beautiful grass. They have... Uh, the facility is absolutely amazing. And a nice little touch that they did was they actually have the old blueprint of the, the old place on yes. the floor in the new place. Which confused the hell out of us the first time we went there. <laughs> yeah. Why are they building more? Yeah, exactly. What is this not done? I was like, oh, wow, they're putting the gift shop in here. The bar's going right over here. That just seems <laughs> stupid, but... Uh, and they have that beautiful piece of art behind the bar, which you got a print of. For I Christmas. did, yeah, it was cool. I'm gonna hang that somewhere. Who knows where? They have the little wooden mushrooms outside. It, it's really a cool place with with yard games for the kids. So, koi pond. Uh, very very cool place and a very nice place to be. Very deserving of our 2017 best facility. A must visit. Yeah, and and the beer's not half bad too when you go. No, it's decent. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to our next category. Uh, which is best can art of 2017. This um, is a hard one. Yeah, looking at yours, it looks like you went with an entire brewery. Completely fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I interpreted it differently. I went with an exact can. Um, that was too hard for me. Yeah, I, I know. I really, I took way too long figuring these out. So, Mo, what are your three nominees for best can art 2017? The nominees are Burlington Beer Company, Burlington, Vermont. Nice. Aeronaut Brewing Company, Somerville, Massachusetts. Okay. And Long Live Beer Works, Providence, Rhode Island. Great, great choices, Mo. Uh, I will double up. I had one of yours. I had uh, a year with Dr. Nandu from mm-hmm. Aeronaut. Great can. Which the can is just, it's out of this world. It's like reading a comic book while yeah. you're drinking a beer. That's what it always makes me think of. I had a beer um, on my list from Treehouse called In Perpetuity. Great can. Which is a really cool can. It's an anniversary beer um, from the brewer and his wife. And my third one is classic. And I brought this up when we did the Can Art Show last time. It's Substance. Just a clean, cool logo. Great can. Um, and I, I think it was really... It deserved to be in this category. So, Mo, if you would be so kind as to unveil your winner. Let me open up the envelope. The winner is Aeronaut, Aeronaut from Somerville, Massachusetts. Nice. I gave them I gave them the uh, the award. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to Aeronaut <laughs> Brewing. I went with In Perpetuity. The can itself uh, this can. year got married this year, so it meant something to me. Sure. Uh, I was lucky enough to get some this year, which I'd never had. It was great beer. You shared and, one with me. That's how I had it. Yeah, really, really a cool can, and the story behind it. It it kind of adds to it for me, you know. When the the year with Dr. Nandu, great can, and, and just artistically, it's probably great. I have no idea what that's in reference. No, to. I have no clue. <laughs> uh, so, in perpetuity, took it for me. Best can out of the year, in perpetuity, and overall, Aeronaut 
from Somerville, Mass. We'll move on. The show goes on. I, I wish we could insert a video here of all the beers we drank, you know, like the people <laughs> that died this year. Uh, <laughs> we'll do like a little, a little PSA, a Lifetime Achievement That'd Award. Oh, we should have done a Lifetime Achievement Award. I could run through my untapped list. Either way. Post that. That'd be <laughs> uh, Best beer name of 2017. This is a a beer name. I think we both agreed that was a, a single a single beer. Yes. Uh, so Mo, if you wouldn't mind, your nominees. Um, well, the the powers that be, uh, basically me, felt that <laughs> three just wasn't enough. So I did four. I like that. I, I like that. Four. In case we overlap. There are four nominees here. My wow. first nominee is and from this... Tired Hands. Yes. Why laugh when you can cry? Okay. Also, awesome can art. Uh, my second one is from Proclamation. Their mango IPA, known as Mouth Breather. Yeah, that was a good one. Which cracked me up at the time, and the beer was good. Yeah, um, reading your list, that, that reminded me of that beer, and I was like, wow, that was a really, really good beer. It was. Uh, my third one, uh, Reckless Brewing, Yippee Kaye. Oh, yeah, that was a great beer. That was one. a great beer, oh, cool name. God, this is so great. I yep. This is bringing back all kinds of memories. Yep. Me. And then my last one, my fourth one, I kind of added at the, at the last hour. Uh, from Kent Falls. It's called The Unicorns Are Making Us Do This. Wow. That's a great name. Cool name for a beer. The art looks pretty cool, too. It's some unicorns doing some nonsense on the can. So, there's my four. That is a great one. Mo, I went with uh, I went with some great names as well. Um, length really factored into mine. If you okay. had a long, a long winding name, I'd yeah. probably pick you for this nominee. Because sure. it takes time, you know? Um, one was uh, a nuclear fuse... With the wick of a mile, which was Bissell Brothers. Yep, you loved that one. Yeah. When that beer came out, you were very excited. This just came out, I, I thought that was very cool, and it's like reading a little story yep. for the name of the beer. And when somebody asks you what you're drinking, you say, oh, nuclear future of a mile. It's obvious. I mean, it's obvious what I'm drinking, you can't tell. Um, the, the second was fully loaded baked potato. Great. This one. beer was cool. It was in a trilogy of beers. It was... Um, Baked potato. Tater tots. Oh, tater tots. Twice baked potato. And then fully loaded yeah. baked potato. Um, the fully loaded baked potato was the Trillium Other Half of Monkish Collaboration. Very cool name and, and kind of a, a neat neat name, neat cannot. And the last one was Trillium. I'm sorry, Treehouse. Uh, somewhere something new is waiting to be learned. That's a long one. Yeah, that's a long one. That was a great uh, great name and a great beer for a milk stout that just came out out of the blue. So, Mo, if you would. The winner is Reckless Brewing Company. Wow. Yippee Kaye. Nice. And again, I picked that one because that one meant a lot to me. Yeah. That was a cool trip. Um, some awesome people that we basically just stumbled into, yep. both literally and figuratively. <laughs> um just really cool people great great brewery they should be in their new grounds by now i would think yeah um and this was this was probably their best beer and it had the coolest name so and that was a trip that you know that we all took together that was a, that was a lot of fun so it meant something to me that's the best beer name for me yeah we posted their kickstarter a couple times so you can check out their story on our facebook group uh great small little brewery out of uh the base of mount washington in, in new hampshire no, was it Bethlehem? Bethlehem? Where the hell were we? <laughs> it might have been Bethlehem. I think it was Bethlehem. Yeah. Um, we were up there. Mine, uh, I really, I tussled back and forth with this mode, but I went with Treehouse again. I, I hate to just give all these awards to Treehouse. Hey, it is what um, it is. 
but somewhere something new is waiting to be learned. I like the name. I like the the actual quote itself. It's kind of yeah. cool. And the beer was phenomenal. It was drinking chocolate milk. Granted, I was at the end of the night. I probably could have been drinking a glass of water and thought it was equally as good. Been now. But that is uh, that is my winner for best beer name of 2017. And this brings us to a very a very special category, Mo. Uh, the headliners get a lot of a lot of pub. As they should. Yes, they should. They get the big bucks, as they say. But the movie and the beer and the brewery lineup is really made in the supporting cast. It's true. Uh, it's all the devil's in the details, as they say. Uh, so this is best supporting beer of 2017, a beer that isn't a headliner. So, Mo, what are your nominees for this? I'm interested to see what your take on this was. Um, I I did basically what you asked. Yeah. A beer that isn't the headliner. I maybe took it one half step further in that I picked three breweries that maybe just themselves are great breweries that maybe don't get a whole lot of the limelight in mm-hmm. in and of themselves. Yeah. So I I inceptioned you one one level further. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're in my second dream. Right. Uh. So my three nominees are Lamplighter. From Cambridge, Mass. Ooh. So much for subtlety. Okay. Uh, then Kent Falls uh, from Kent, Connecticut. One Hop. Everyone knows the rules. Oh, I like that one. Cool that name. could have been a great name. I thought about putting name. that in another category. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is Castle Island uh, with High Def. Yeah, that's a great Their double IPA. That's a really, really good <laughs> beer. Um, I went with some big timers um, that... That make some beers that they don't come around all the time, but I, I really appreciate. Fair enough. That's sometimes almost more than their main headliners. Uh, I went with Libby from Tilted Barn. Oh, such a good one. I think that was a great beer. I think Chosen One is clearly their benchmark beer, but Libby is really, really a great beer, rotating hop series. My next two are from Treehouse. <laughs> That's all uh, right, man. I think they. I, I had a tough time uh, picking between between Julius or Green as being their headliner. So I avoided them both entirely. I would say that they're both headliners. Yeah. The doppelganger. Yeah, and I went with Alter Ego, which I thought is yep. a, a great beer from them, and Bright. Bright, another one that, that I think could be, could easily, those both of those beers could easily be headliners at any other brewery. And they would be if it wasn't the fa- wasn't for the fact that Treehouse has, what, so many beers. 23 yeah. beers in the top... 30 on freaking beer advocate and i went with alter ego as mine and i actually surprised myself because i really went into this liking bright i i love bright i Mm -hmm. mean it's a great beer a lot of mosaic hops um but the alter ego has just been hitting me which is the base of the the doppelganger Mm -hmm. um the last two cans i had were the best two beers that i've had from that new treehouse facility so that was kind of the reason why I went with it, and I thought, wow, this this beer's great, and it doesn't come around a lot, <clears throat> but it's something that I thoroughly enjoyed. So the two best supporting beers that we came out with, uh, did you give you a winner? I did we? not. No, you just, you were so excited about <laughs> I, the I did, I was so excited. You were so I excited. I almost gave it away. I was like, you know, calling calling everybody back. No, that's But fine. Alter Ego is my winner. I'm sorry. No, we got that. Uh, my <laughs> <laughs> My winner... Uh, is Castle Island High Death? Yeah, that was a great beer. That one was of, really, really one of good. my favorites. Doesn't come around all the time, but it is around quite a bit. And the best part about it, you can find it on a lot of shelves. Yeah. So. What would you say Castle Island's main beer is? Because I Candlepin. 
Candlepin. Or Keeper. I see Jetty a lot. I see Jetty. Keeper. I see Keeper a lot. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Keeper would probably be it. Yeah, either that's the one I see all the time. Probably Keeper would be my uh, would be my pick there. But High Def, yeah, great one if you can. I mean, we you got it in at a liquor store. Yep. Right. Recently, Couple times. So, which yeah. was great. That's and they're in a lot of grocery stores now too. If you get a chance to check out Castle Island, do so. Jetty's a great beer. Um, <clears throat> brings us to a, a hot topic for the show. Since we've uh, been on these these last twenty seven weeks, they've been special. Um, <laughs> they have. Been. <laughs> this is the best collab of twenty seventeen. The collaboration between two breweries, maybe, depending on how you interpret it. Collaboration. Uh, just the beer collaboration uh, for twenty seventeen. I think we know that Trillium will be rampant throughout this list, but Mo. What are the nominees? What are the nominees? The nominees are Trillium and Monkish. Dial up the seven digits. Wow. Great one. Long Live and PVD Donuts. I guess technically Vanilla Wallaby and whatever the donut was that they came out with it. It was like a cream filled chocolate. Yeah, it was a Dunkaroo donut. Yeah, you go. Dunkaroo donut. Um. And then I went with Proclamation and Burlington Beer Company. That was a great one. Uh, what was the name of it again? Your Ravenous, your something hallucinations. Yeah, 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 something hallucinations. I didn't write it down. I didn't write it down. Your, I should have. Your Ravenous. You you tricked me with Ravenous. I don't Did think I? it was Ravenous. It might be Ravenous. Anyways, those are anyway, my three. Good beer. We'll we'll look it up. In Let the it meantime. go. He's been nominated either way. Um, <clears throat> mine are from Trillium. Monkish and other half. It was fully loaded baked potato, which I refer to back in my best beer name. Uh, two was another Trillium, uh, Jay Wakefield, and Trillium Miles Away, mm. which was a sour. And the third, <laughs> you guess it was Trillium, and other <laughs> half with two hundred thousand trillion, Oof, which which was a great beer, and I just had the chance to have one um, last night from. Not last night, but Christmas Eve night from a long time ago, and it really, really held up. It was really was an outstanding beer. beer. So, Mo, if you would do the honors and let us know who your best collaboration with 2017 was. Before, I'd just like to clarify okay. your hallucination ravings. Ah, not ravenous. There you go. Yeah. I, I was on. Anyways, that's not the winner. <laughs> uh, the winner is Long Live and PVD Donuts. Yeah? Because that was great. Vanilla Wallaby? Yep, I was there for that. Yeah. The beer was great. The donuts were amazing. Got right through the line. Got there nice and early. Uh, went with went with Jess, so we got double. It was it was great. We had sat at a table. We had some lunch uh, from a place down the street. It was a really cool day. And, uh, I mean, there were a lot of great collaborations, but that was that was the one that I was, like, right in the middle of, and it was a yeah. lot of fun to be there. Yeah, so, that was a good day for you. It was part of the experience. Had I not been there, obviously, just having the beer, I would have thought, Hey, the beer's pretty good, but to be there for the event, it was really cool. Yeah, also really cool that they did a collaboration with a non-brewery. I, I think it's yeah. really unique, really outside the box, and, and good to them, and congratulations to them. Yeah, um, big award for Armando. My winner, <clears throat> in, a, in a land filled with IPAs, um, it was won by a sour. Miles Away, I think, Miles Away was, at the time that it came out, really, really amazing. Still got outstanding. Um, and since some people have had issues with the bottle, the way it aged and, and things like that, but I had mine for a couple months in the fridge and I, I thought it came out really good. We had it on 
uh, Thanksgiving the week Wait, before, yeah, weekend drank before that with Thanksgiving. You, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I thought it, it came up really good. And Jay Wakefield, a, a company you really don't hear a lot about up no, here, being for some reason being way up here. Uh, they just did an, an outstanding take on a sour, and I was really happy to try it. So they're my winner for best collaboration 2017. I think we just don't see a lot of their stuff up here. Yeah, there's like there's very small allotments that come all the way up to Massachusetts. They they must be in other states around Florida, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't come to see us. Yeah, and speaking of beer that doesn't come to see us, well, the next category is uh, Best Outside of New England Beer of 2017. This is your best foreign film, if you would, the part where most people tune out, but (laughs) for our show, this is important. I mean, captions and shit. Yeah, people get to try, it's got a bunch of actors you never heard of. Exactly. People get to try beers from all over the country in this great environment that we live in now, the trading world, and... And just having friends all over the country and, and being able to do some muling. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> Mules and beak. Uh, <laughs> Mo, what are the it. three nominees that you provided for best beer outside of New England? First one I went with uh, outside of New England, but close to us, as, as you can attest. Uh, I went with Other Half, Double Mosaic Daydream. Okay. Because technically New York is not in New England. I would say, yeah. I would say so. Even though it is definitely a drive drive away. Yes. Um, second nominee was Monkish, Socrates, Philosophies, Hypotheses. Okay. And my third one was Founders. Yes. Uh, the CBS from this year. That we was... don't, don't see it that much. Uh, did see a little bit of it, uh, obviously, in the state. We got to try some of that. Phenomenal beer. Great beer. And, you know, I wish we saw more of it. Yeah, that was, that was a great, great beer. And... Uh, great to add that i i actually didn't even think of that of founders until you just mentioned it um i went with uh a west coast and two new york breweries okay um my first one that i had a chance to try this past weekend and i i literally cannot stop thinking about it i i've been thinking of i actually looked up how far away of a drive this was this morning about it's a, a beer from Equilibrium called Violent Display of Flowers. Okay. It, it was like drinking... I can't even explain it. It was, it was like drinking something that... <clears throat> that was better than, better than good. I'll leave it at that. Uh, my Middletown, ne- New York. Yeah, that, that's a hike. That, that's a hike. That Can we get there for clothes? They close at 8. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, the next beer I had a chance to have... Um, this year, somebody brought it. It was actually a 2015. It was aged, but, uh, it was Ground State from Bottle Logic. It was mm. an outstanding beer. I mean, it was like drinking, again, something unbelievable. And we read the description before the, po- before the podcast. You just said it was an excessive thing to do to beer. Completely overkill. Yeah, it, it was. But it sounds amazing. It was really, really good. And the third, staying on the, on the, uh, the stout. Believe it or not, in a, in a world full of IPAs, I went with Double Negative from Grimm, which was... That was such a good beer. We had on, I think, just after midnight last 2017 at your house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, that was so good. It was a barrel-aged stout, I believe. Yep. And it's just... Grimm does some unbelievable things with stouts. Cool bottle, too, with the, the guys going up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. And... Really, really cool stuff. Uh, so I'll start with my winner... Uh, really, I mean, my mouth is watering just thinking about all three of those. But I went with Ground State from Bottle Logic. I, I thought it was a beer that 
when when the person brought it, when Colin actually Colin the past co-host, guest co-host, um, brought it, I I was really like, this is something I never thought I'd try in my life, yeah. <laughs> you know, because of how difficult they are to trade for and. Bottle logics it, are tough to get. Yeah, they're very tough to get, and it was a 2015, so two years aged at the time, and it was, it was really a delight. So it deserved my my best outside New England beer for 2017. Well, glad you picked that one because we could get to equilibrium in just under four hours. That's not bad. You take it, take the take eighty four through Danbury, Newburgh, just south of Poughkeepsie. Don't want to get into Poughkeepsie; then you're a little off track. But. Yeah, that trip, that trip's got to happen at some point. That'd be I, cool. I'm packing up the car. I'm going to. I mean, there's going to be other things around there. We can make it a trip. But uh, what do you got for your best outside of the beer winner, Mo? Well, my other. My my winner is from New York as well. The other new New York brewery, you may have heard of them. Uh, other half, I went with Double Mosaic Daydream. That beer, I was running through my untapped list trying to find, like, you know, what were some of the best beers I had in the year. Yeah. And I'm looking through my ratings. I'm seeing, you know, fives, fours, four and a half, fives. And then I got the Double Mosaic Daydream, and I was like, I remember having that beer. I remember it being literally one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. Yeah. And that had to be on the list. Um, it could have easily been on best beer of the year for me, um, but I put it in this category because I, I do think it was outshined, um, but a fantastic beer. I would probably kill someone to try it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it out there. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it is within the graphs. It actually came out this week, so oh, uh, shit. it might be on the trade market for you. Hey there, in search of but that is our best outside of New England beer for 2017. We'll get into another category here. This is uh, a shooting star, Mo. You know, we have a lot of establishment beers up here, a lot of beers that we get to see year in and year out. We sure do. This is best beer, best new beer 2017. So mm. these are beers that just popped up this year. Uh, they might be an establishment beer going forward. We don't know, but... Right now, it's a new beer that you got to try in 2017. Uh, I will start, if you wouldn't mind, with my nominees. Go for it. Um, a beer that we saw this year out of Trillium. It was a collaboration with Monkish uh, called Dial Up the Seven Digits. Mm. I thought it was a great beer, great new beer that we got to try. Really kind of a danky, musty taste to it, uh, but also a, a brilliant IPA. Uh, the next beer that I thought was a, the best new beer of 2017. Uh, another long live and PVD Donuts collaboration, Cereal, Cereal milk. milk. Yeah, which was a take on the Fruity Pebbles milk that you might get to drink at the end of a cereal bowl. So good. A really, really good uh, lactose IPA, which is something you just don't see all the time. I had never it, heard of it such until a, that Such moment. a great, bright flavor. and. A lot of be a lot of breweries fail when they use grapefruit and passion fruit and, and papaya and things like that, but that that one came out really really good. And um, my last one was one that I had mentioned back in the best collab again uh, was the other half in Trillium two hundred thousand trillion, uh, which I thought was a great beer. Again, it was the use of I think it was guava and and passion fruit things like that. Great great beer by two outstanding breweries. Um, that didn't come around a lot, though they did do a hundred thousand trillion a but couple that was of years ago. Different. Yeah, that was di- that it was, was with Monkish. That was with Monkish, and it was grapefruit, <laughs> right. and it bombed. From right, from what right, I understand. Right. Uh, Mo, Good who are your nominees? Uh, you know, I came up with three. 
Uh, my first one uh, was from Proclamation, the penultimate unicorn. Okay. The triple IPA where they combined all the all the derivatives. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a really cool idea. Was there for that release. That was really cool. Um, had to buy the tickets. They sold out in like a minute. Uh, my second nominee uh, is from Revival, uh, Extra Thirsty. Yeah. I was really a step forward for them as far as being big players in the beer world and like coming out with something that people were actually at least mildly excited about. Yeah. That which was, that I, was I don't. Great. I have never known anybody to be excited about a Revival release before. Yeah. Um, but people were actually talking about this, so that was cool for them. Little little side note before you go on. Yeah, go for it. Um, I tried to fit that in somewhere. I just couldn't into one of my categories. Yeah. Uh, and I also got from my sister Megan uh, a tasting for two at Revival for as a Christmas present. Nice. So I, I was really excited about it. I was like, this is awesome. I can't wait to go. So. Yeah, not that far. But continue. Uh, my third nominee is from Trillium, uh, Big Bird. Yeah, that was so good. That was that really was cool can. It was like the, literally Big Bird's legs yeah. just on the can. That uh, was like a double, like for them going past their their tiny bird series that's that's the way i took it yeah i never really read i don't think they put in the description anything oh yeah it did yeah i'm looking at it now yeah so it was just their their amped up of their of their small bird series came out in yeah. june uh, super good beer i was a big fan of it at the time really yeah, still. cool really cool so um the winner of best new beer in 2017 for myself um, could have easily won Best Collab 2017 as well. It was 200,000 trillion for me. Uh, I thought that I actually had that beer in the best beer of 2017 hey. as well. That's how much I enjoyed it. It's kind of like the, when you do this exercise, it's a lot of what have you done for me lately. Sure. But that beer, like I remember enjoying it in the past mm-hmm. and then just having it recently and it's still holding up was kind of like just... Yeah, got me in a little vortex of, no of love. So, uh, Mo, do the honors, Mo, for the best new beer, twenty seventeen. My winner, I mean, honestly, could have been any one of these three, uh, but my winner was Proclamation Penultimate Unicorn. Uh, that was my best new beer of twenty seventeen. I was really, really leaning toward Big Bird. Yeah, because That's that. A- that was such a good beer. Shows on my show notes that and you chose. On my original <laughs> show notes, I had chose Big Bird. I thought we had a Moonlight La La Land and then, La La Land situation going on. No, and then I really started thinking about it, and for me, the best one was Proclamation Penultimate Unicorn. I would I would agree with that. Of that the was three you provided. a great beer. Had it there at the facility and got the cans of it. It was so good. It you know I shared it with people. That was like a cool beer to share. Yeah. Not everybody got to have it. Um, just. Just a really cool, cool beer from a cool brewery. Um, and that brings us to the big dog, Mo. You know, why everyone stays, why everyone sticks around. This is the best beer of 2017. And I don't, I don't know if people at home can appreciate how difficult uh, this question is to answer. Uh, when, I, when I emailed Mo, it was, please give three nominees and choose your favorite of those three. And just choosing three is extremely, extremely difficult. You rack your brain. You can't think of beers that you had outside of this month. True. And then you're going back trying to remember and trying to pick the best one of 2017. So I admire you 
Well, for coming up with these three. <laughs> I, I picked five, really, but I was like, three, I, I feel pretty good about these. I mean, So, Mo, why don't you start with uh, the three you chose. We'll go into your honorable mentions after. Sure. Um, so, my three, um, I chose one from Treehouse. I chose Julius. That's my first nominee. Yes. Second Thank nominee, you. Tilted Barn. You mentioned it before, I think, the chosen one. Yep. Um, and my third nominee is from Proclamation. Uh, they came out with Nomenclature. Yeah. So those were my three nominees. Three for outstanding beer. beers. Um, Couldn't live without them. Well, we're in the same ballpark. I, I got to tell you, I went with number one was um, it was my best collab winner was Miles Away. Okay. I think one of the one of the most memorable beers I had this year. Nice. Uh, number two was. Uh, Penultimate Unicorn from Proclamation, which I thought was a, a truly special beer that mm. that I I will remember drinking that f- for a long time, just the the thought of it. And three and another truly special beer for me uh, was Chosen One that that you named as well. Um, so do you want to do the honorable mentions before? The the victor or do you want to let's do a, the... let's announce the winners and then okay. we'll get into the honorable mentions after just to give just to give credit where credit is due. Okay, so the uh, the winner best beer twenty seventeen from Mo is proclamation nomenclature. Wow, bravo, a sweet. Bravo. For best beer and best new beer, give it to Proclamation. They did some awesome things this year. Nomenclature, that was easily the best beer I had all year. I hated drinking the last can, but I loved drinking the last can. That was like, I really, really, really did not want to drink that last can, but I did. Yeah, see, that that for me, that beer, I thought that beer was, again, just like you said, it was a perfect beer. Um it it got outshined by the penultimate unicorn. Yeah. Which, I mean, was just like crazy. It was a crazy balance of getting those two beers at once. It, it was pretty wild. So, that was a great day. Yeah, those, those are two <laughs> outstanding beers and a great choice. Uh, mine, I went with one that uh, is going to be around for a long time, I hope. And I really hope to see more out of it. And it's chosen one from Tilted Barn. I think this beer... This beer has changed to my favorite beer that I get a chance to drink. So I had to give it best beer 2017. I had Penultimate Unicorn. I flip-flopped back and forth, back and forth. Um, but I ultimately went with Chosen chosen One. How do you not pick your favorite beer as the best beer of 2017? Got to go with what you love. Well-deserved and just an outstanding beer that that really delights me every time I get to drink it. So... Uh, honorable mentions, Mo. Who you got? I, I have one. I have one. I have two. Um, I have. We'll, we'll throw back to a previous show. I have my fantasy football quarterback. Yeah. By DDH Congress Street yeah. from Trillium. Yeah. That's my staple. That's my favorite beer. That is a great beer. Uh, anytime it's released, which is relatively frequently, um, I try to go up there and get some. And then my other one, kind of a, a beer that you know it's been around for a while. I've never gotten the opportunity to have it. Um, had some guests at the restaurant that came in and gave a bottle to one of the bartenders. We opened it at the end of the night. Uh, it was main beer company, uh, dinner. Yeah. Never had the opportunity to try it. That was a phenomenal beer. Just didn't quite make 
you know, the the upper echelon, the top three for yeah. for my year, but it was so good. Yeah, my honorable mention would have been an, another beer that I really think is a perfect beer in Substance. Yeah. Uh, Bissell Brothers Substance, I, I think you could never go wrong if you got to drink that every day for the rest of your life. Desert Island beer, I think that's a perfect beer. So, if there's a guy who gives Bissell Brothers more love than you, I've never met him. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know love you love Bissell, Bissell Brothers. Brothers. I do. And I, for, I do. For good reason. But I do enjoy I enjoy a, a Four Point as well, a nice Galaxy Four mm. Point or, or something like that. As I once said, you could dry hop a Four Point with dog shit. It still <laughs> yeah. smell amazing. That's true. So. I mean, I, I had so many beers I left off. I mean, derivative... Derivative Citra, I love. I couldn't fit on any of these categories. So many great beers. Well, we'll post the um, winners yeah, on the we'll, show page. Yes. And then we'll let everybody else criticize us. Basically. And point out what we didn't. We're going to get killed. Yeah, the snubs. But, oh, you snubbed this one. Yeah. Oh, how could you not include them? Yeah, there you go. So, so I mean, that's going to happen. That'd be, that could be a cool cool discussion. Yeah, post your snubs for the newbies on our Facebook page, NEWBD. New England Weekly Beer Discussion. We will make this prominent a prominent post. I'll try to get these up here tonight. Um, and, well, we'll post the show tomorrow. So, whatever. We'll get it up before tonight, the show. Tonight, because that yeah. gives you till tomorrow night. Slash Exactly. Tonight. But we want people to listen to the show. Exactly. Um, so, we have gone on. This is the end of the show, Mo. The end of the road, as, as Boyce and Men said. Mm-hmm. The end of the the Last end of the, of the year. year. Old Lang Syne is playing in the background. <laughs> you can hear it now. Um, we've come to Shelf of the Week. Shelf of the Week, we want you to have the best beer possible if you can't make it to a brewery. So sometimes you need to go into the Beer Depot, the Beer Warehouse, somewhere and find uh, a diamond in the rough. Uh, more importantly than Shelf of the Week, well, this is Shelf of the Year. Um, Shelf of the Year. This is a beer that we need you to that go back into the mine and think of the best beer you saw on a shelf this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get it for you for New Year's Eve and you can you can chug a couple when the ball drops. Uh, <laughs> don't make any puns out of that. But, <laughs> Mo, what do you got for Shelfer of the Week slash Shelfer of the Year? I've made it no secret on at least a couple of these shows that I am a big fan of this beer. I think it's probably one of the best beers that you're going to find on a shelf with some regularity. Yeah, there are better beers that come around. You know, you might find them once every few months or seasonally. Um, but for me, this is the most drinkable shelf beer that I've ever found. Uh, it's two roads, too juicy. I mentioned it even at the beginning of the show. Um, I, I found two four packs at a, at a local store. Very fresh, actually. December fourteenth, so only a couple weeks old. Yeah. Um, it's a four four point oh five on Untapped, which. You know, as I've always said, I'm a big fan of untapped ratings. You're not going to find a whole lot of shelf beer mm-hmm. over a four on untapped. If you find anything <laughs> over like a 3.6, 3.5 even, you should really be drinking it. Yeah. And this is a 4.05, 8.2%. So Craig loves it. He gets a little bang for his buck. That's, um, yeah. and it's, That's it, what it just, it's all about. It delivers on all levels. It's it's a good beer. It's, it's hoppy but smooth, a little juicy as the name would indicate. Just a great beer. If you can find some, try it. I think you'll be I think you'll be very happy with what uh, what you paid for. It's about 17, 18 bucks for a four pack, so not cheap. Yeah. But it, it's it's good. It's yeah, good beer. You can't go wrong with that. I do see that you have here another side note. We'll go to the yeah, end. Yeah, sure. Um, 
before I get into my shelf of the year, I do want to say a shelf of the week. It's uh, Preble from Four River, which is a raspberry sour, I believe. Uh, it was just it spotted is. locally. It's out of Portland. It was just spotted at Mucky's up in Lakeville, if you're super local to us. But that means that they are getting distro, so be on the lookout for that. Four River makes some great beers. Damn. Uh, they make a, a great... Uh, the name's escaping me. It begins with an E. Um, it's a double IPA that I, I think is really, really a great beer from them. Um, but my shelfer of the year, Mo, this is a beer that really revolutionized the shelfer game this year. People went absolutely wild over it. Uh, yeah. Estuary? Estuary. Nice. It's the, the double IPA from, from uh, Four River. Great, great beer. And uh, thank you to Seamus for bringing that back to me from Portland. Um, but the beer that changed the Shelfer game in 2017, Sip of Sunshine from Lawson's. Yep. Um, I I didn't show this beer much love to start because I kind of thought it was the obvious choice. It was a beer that I heard a lot about for, for past years. People saying it was crazy. They they had a couple. The ones I had in years past were great. I had a couple this year that I wasn't that impressed with. But then I've had some that are very impressive. So... If you can get out and get the best beer for your money on the liquor store shelves, there's a lot of things you can choose. I could have went with Captain's Daughter, one of my favorite shelfers yep. of the week uh, from this year. But I think Sip of Sunshine, a truly great 16-ounce can, great IPA, um, really, really well-balanced. It's not overly fruity. It's not overly bitter. Uh, it's just going to be a good beer for you. Most places, you're going to have to ask for it. Yeah, don't so ever just, just go to the counter and ask them. Yep. Um, I know we have some places locally that that purposely hide it. So and you'll only be able to buy one because that's that's how it yeah how it goes one for four now. pack. Yeah, 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 one four pack. So Mo, let's go back. Mo has a bonus New Year's Eve shelfer for you. Yeah, this is very thoughtful of him. I really, I really had to jump into this into this real quick. The the wine the wine guy in me just had to remind people as you're going out for New Year's Eve. Um, you gotta buy something to drink at midnight. Yeah. For for most of us and for the the people listening, it's gonna be a beer. We're gonna have a beer at midnight. It's yeah. not really. You don't have to pop a bottle or whatever. But for those of you that are going to be uh, buying the bubbles of some kind, please don't buy that J Roger or just <laughs> garbage bottom shelf nonsense. I know it's five dollars a bottle. I know it's real tempting at that price. Go with something just a little bit more expensive. You really will will have much uh, less of a hangover the day after. Um, so I picked one for you. Uh, it's called Jaume Serra Cristalino. I'll post it in the group page. It's a Spanish style brute. Uh, so it's just the, basically the same same juice as a lot of the other uh, bubblies on the shelf. It's ten dollars a bottle. The quality is a lot better. Um, cool packaging has nothing to do with Cristal, but you'll look like a boss because it says Cristalino. <laughs> oh, so it actually says on the bottle that there's no affiliation with Louis Rodier and Cristal. So oh, there um, you go. You can hide great, that part. Put your thumb great over there. champagne shelfer of the week. Ten dollars a bottle. Just don't buy the cheap shit. Yeah. You will regret it in the morning. Yeah, life's too short to drink cheap wine, cheap beer, or cheap champagne in this instance. Yes. Well, it has been a true pleasure working with you this year. I can't wait to go forward. We do have a big show coming up January 9th, uh, 990WBOB.com. We can't wait to join them. And we get the ball rolling in 2018. Yep. It took me a while to think of that. that. 
Uh, we'll have a show on iTunes probably before then, but July 9th. July, wow, July. We're jumping to July. Wow. January 9th. Um, 9.30, I believe, on a Tuesday. Maybe 9 o'clock on a Tuesday, something like that. We'll figure it out. We'll post it in the group. Yeah. Thanks, Happy nine. New Year to you and yours out there. Be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, we can't afford to lose any listeners at this time, so... Um, Use Uber, get a taxi, yeah. but have fun. You got an Uber there. You got an Uber guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, be safe. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Happy New Year. What are we calling these? The noobies? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. The be- uh Hmm. I think it should be the noobies. Noobies? Hey, whatever. <laughs> Very hard. Did you just to make say. that up on the fly, or was I, that? Well, I, I've been thinking about it. Premeditated. All, day, but, all right.